with the Police Officers Association of Michigan, broadcast live from Washington, D.C. for Police Week 2010. It's the Police Officers Association of Michigan podcast live from the tune-in in downtown Washington, D.C., over on 4th Street. And we're broadcasting all day long. We're going to be talking to a number of law enforcement officials that, uh, well, friends. Uh, National Law Enforcement uh, Law Enforcement Week, is it? I got Memorial Week, yes, sir. I got uh, Dan Kuhn, who's the Executive Vice President of the POAM from Saginaw, Michigan, with here today. Thanks for uh, joining us and um, making the uh, pilgrimage out here no for the week. Glad to be here, guys. So talk about a little bit of some of the things that you're involved in, uh, in uh, working for all the guys back home. Well, this is, uh, yeah, again, thanks for the opportunity of being here. Uh, I'm not only a Saginaw City officer full-time, uh, I have been for 20 years, but I also represent 27 groups of my own as a business agent for the POAM. have been doing that for uh, six or seven years. And uh, this is just a great week to get away and uh, come out and honor the fallen officers, uh, not only from Michigan, but from all over the country. And uh, I know that you went and visited the hospital today, so you understand what uh, kind of somber. It, it, it's, it's a lot of fun out here, but we... We've got to remember, you know, why we're here. It's uh, all not about the party, but uh, we got a lot to be thankful for, and a lot of appreciation needs to be shown to the uh, not only the officers but those that serve our country. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, um, uh, myself, and the president James Tiganelli went over to uh, Walter Reed um, Army Hospital this morning, and uh, Mr. Tiganelli has been nice enough for the past dozen years has been taking up a collection back in Michigan. Um, from various uh, areas uh, for different items to pass out to a lot of the soldiers. And, uh, you know, we go in there today, and it's uh, all guys from Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, like we were talking about earlier, just a very humbling experience. Yes. And uh, I think the average um, civilian, the average person, takes for granted um, what people in enforcement and in uh, the service uh, really provide for us. As individuals, uh, Agreed. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very moving. It was, like I said, a humbling experience. And uh, to see that these guys just want to get back up and go back and, and, uh, and, and take Certainly. care of their brothers. And uh, that's their biggest disappointment, not losing a limb or being completely immobile. It's uh, that they left their friends back there. And, and we're definitely seeing the same thing this week with uh, law enforcement in general. Uh, being downtown last week at the uh, law... Fallen Law Enforcement uh, Law Enforcement Memorial. The Law Enforcement yes. Memorial uh, for the candlelight vigil. Um, tear jerking. Just, it is just amazing, and it, uh, it does. It makes you realize the. It real. It makes it very simple, and it, it's it all can abruptly end so fast. And you see the families and the survivors down there uh, with the candles, and they probably thought that their life was going to go very well with their loved one, uh, who was just happened to be a police officer and chosen you know a, a dangerous career, if you will. And it, it makes it very simple as to what uh, we, we, we got a lot to be appreciative of, you know, for their service. Oh, absolutely. And we were reminded last week in Detroit uh, with the one police officer, his mind uh, uh, is, uh, escapes me right Huff, now. Brian Huff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, it happens very quickly just like that. And you don't understand the, um, I guess, the aftershocks of what goes through that. Sure. Um, we were walking around the memorial. We were documenting a ton of that. Those will be all up on the website at POAM.net later this week. Um, but I lost a friend in Tower 2 in New York City back on September 11th. And me and my wife had went out to New York to visit there uh, that uh, New Year's. 
and walking it around there. Um, when I got back to the hotel last night, uh, had a long conversation with her, um, being a new parent, uh, being young, and, and uh, you know just reminiscing of what I saw at the memorial for police officers yesterday to what I seen in 9-11 with um, a, a, a bulletproof vest with pictures taped to it and uh, young people, younger than myself, Very touching. that have uh, given themselves for the, the security and the safety of everybody else. And um, it's uh, just uh, surreal. It's, and that's why we're here. You know, this is great, this reception we've hosted for years here to tune in and it. It's, it's fun to give back to our, not only our membership in Michigan, but all the cops you know, in the country that come out to visit us. And you'll see later on, it'll get, it'll get very busy here. The bagpipes will be down, and uh, they'll, they'll come from all over. we got the New York motorcycle guys that will roll in here tonight. Yeah. And uh, it's so good to see. You know, we have a camaraderie and a, a brotherhood, if you will, and we're, we're connected because of the job. And Absolutely. It's, it's different than a lot of the civilian jobs. And sometimes I think it becomes very routine to us, but it's... It's a dangerous career, and it it is it comes with a lot of risk. Yeah, yeah. You, you just you, you don't know what's going to happen from a day to day, and um, we're going to be talking to a number of different law enforcement officials throughout the entire day. I encourage everybody, if you're listening to this podcast now, please go through all the different ones. And um, I, you know, me being just a, a regular Joe, not being involved in law enforcement, uh, we help to do all the uh, the produce the podcast and put these together with Poem for for quite a while now, but. I invite all the officers that uh, you know are represented by Palm and, and talk to Dan and others on a uh, regular basis. This is a, a pilgrimage you need to consider taking part in and, and figuring out how you can uh, become a part of it on a yearly basis and some of the other things we have going on throughout the year because uh, I think you really can connect uh, to, to some guys on, uh, who, are, who are on your level and hear a lot of different stories and, and, and understand exactly what, what, what everybody's going through on a regular basis. And this is the time for these guys to get together and, to uh, and again, to, to, to tribute uh, the, the, uh, no the people that, that have given their lives uh, for, for the better of uh, the rest of us. No doubt. I, I tell my guys back in Saginaw and everywhere, you know, the groups that I represent, that I don't really know that your career has been complete until you've taken a, a, a venture out here and seen the memorial. And, and yeah. it, it, it makes it, uh, I guess it, it makes it very simple, like I said. I mean, we've got to be careful. Uh, we, we preach that, we train, but uh, and it becomes very routine. You know, I don't think that uh, the cops realize uh, a lot of times, I don't think we even take it. It's like a construction guy going to work with a with a hammer on his holster. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it becomes very routine, and it, I think that every law enforcement officer ought to come out here, whether you're a PO, POEM member or not, and right. uh, see this. This is uh, this is great. And uh, we're great, you know, we're very grateful you guys are here this year. This is really nice. Well, like you were saying, it's um, it, it becomes normal and it becomes uh, part of your daily routine of going to work and doing different things. And you know, you might be cut off guard every once in a while, but I think this helps to put it back in check and realize that you know you just you don't know and you need to keep up on things. Agreed. Of, of uh, you know what when something potentially could. Uh, not necessarily go your way. So, um, Saginaw, tell us about some of the things that are going up in Saginaw. Oh, and um, Saginaw. oh, you know, for, before I get into that, um, uh, you know, another reason to be coming down here too is to really get a, a realization of what lawmakers and legislators are doing to help protect law enforcement officials and to change things, not only back home in Michigan but throughout the country as well. Very and, and that also gives you an, an idea and an opportunity to see how POM is involved and their dedication. Um, you know, it's just not, not collecting a stipend out of your check every single week or every single month, but this exactly. is really going to a lot of worth. And not to mention, you've got guys that uh, are actively involved or ex, ex-police officers, ex-law enforcement, so they understand exactly where you're coming from. It is. We were up on the hill yesterday. Uh, we went and visited uh, Thaddeus McCotter, 
uh, congressman from Michigan, uh, Congressman Mike Rogers. Uh, we went and met with Bart Stupak's uh, people up in, up in, uh, up at the Capitol. And I think it is very important for the members to realize uh, that it's just not union dues that they're paying. Um, it, 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 they're being put to use in a very good manner. And they're getting representation second to none, I believe, with the POAM. Yeah. And uh, it's good for them to come out here and actually see this. And uh, this is going to help them. These podcasts are going to help uh, get the word out and, and let them actually hear, you know, a lot of us uh, talk with you guys. And it's going to be a nice training uh, you know, a method of training that I think we've lacked, and uh, they can just click on a button and listen to the. You know, we've got a couple of them up now. Frank Guido's up there. I, you can yeah, you can listen better. to them live on any yeah. computer. Uh, you can also go ahead and subscribe to them. They're on Apple iTunes, and uh, every time we put a new one up, pretty much on a weekly basis, you can go ahead and drop those right down to your uh, to your iPad or your, your iPhone. Great. So it's it's a great thing. So well, let's talk a little bit about Saginaw. You are an active officer up there right now. I am. And so, what are some of the things that we're finding that are changing in in the, in the way that uh, I, I guess the, the the regular things that are happening with 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 enforcement? I think you know probably every department in the state of Michigan, at least I can speak to, uh, has we're just doing a lot more with a lot less. Yeah, you know, the cuts. revenue sharing revenue sharing's been cut. Uh, the, the the revenue that the uh, municipalities are taking in and taxes are not as great and uh, we have been forced I think at our high we were probably I think we were 171 uh, when I first come on we are now about 100 officers and we've got a public safety millage pending which as you know in this climate you know is up in the air whether or not yeah and without without it passing or being renewed we're going to lose 30 officers it appears which would be devastating you know what what, what, what percentage would that uh, mean to your force well that's about a one-third of our department Wow and uh, yeah and it's, it's, you know, I think for the fifth year running, uh, we have been uh, per capita the most violent uh, city in America, believe it or not. In America now. In America so now. So surpassed so we are number uh, Detroit one in, and D.C. And well, per capita, yes. Yeah. Wow. And uh, it, it's not only embarrassing, it's, it's something that all the cops would like to uh, reverse. But the problem is the resources are so limited that uh, we do what we can and we, we plug the gaps as we well, not only that, yeah. but when you come to a situation where you're having staff that's being cut, resources that are being cut, it really becomes on to uh, when calls are coming in, and there are multiple ones are coming in at a, at a specific time, um, you really have to kind of uh, benchmark and say, okay, which one's more important Very than hard. the other? Yeah, we're prior- yeah, prioritizing, and uh, a lot of the calls, uh, you know, the broken window theory where uh, you address not only the simple crimes but the, the major crimes. Here we, in Saginaw, we're basically... We've resorted to just addressing most of the major crimes. We prioritize things. We we probably don't investigate the lower-level property crimes like yeah. we should. And that all leads to worse behavior, I think, by the criminal. Worse behavior. It also leads to the um, um, uh, regular civilians and the public losing some faith, not understanding, Absolutely. and not knowing where to direct their frustration. Services and are down. Yeah. And, you know, and they're not in the... You know, the climate is such that I think the public safety millage, although I think it's... Uh, I think it's going to pass. I, hopefully, that's not wishful thinking. But uh, it, they see the services getting cut. They see the the cops not out there like they should be. And yeah. I think that plays a part when they go to the voting booth. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate. But these are some of the things that we're working on to change and to uh, to bring to the public. So. Yeah, and, and hey, I think a lot of the a lot of it being out here. It makes me want to go back and represent these cops even more so. I mean, it, it, I'm never going to apologize for trying to get them a, a small wage increase every year. It is different. I know that people don't want to hear that, that, uh, you know, that 
the other bargaining units in the city, they don't want to hear that. But the police are different. I mean, they do have an inherited risk that they, the other units might not uh, have. And uh, I certainly will never apologize for trying to better the conditions of the cops. Yeah, especially when you're the, uh, <laughs> the, the most crime-ridden city in the United States. Yes. That's tough. That's no, a tough one. In fact, you come down to Metro Detroit and you see some of the wages that the uh, Metro Detroit, you know, the, the cops down here or, or down in Detroit area are making. And you go back up to Saginaw and you realize our workload and you realize our wage. And uh, you've got to really hand it to the cops in Saginaw because they, they really tow a line that is, uh, it doesn't reward them like some of the other uh, departments in the state. Yeah, I'm sure it's an understatement. I'm sure it's an understatement. Well, well, thanks for uh, being a part of this. We're going to see you around here all day. No problem and, with that. Uh, thanks, thanks for being here, guys. All right.